God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless even you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome one and all to the Midweek Power Nugget, where if you give God the beginning of your day, who is giving you the beginning of your day, he will absolutely blow your mind and change you for the rest of your life. The Word of God is everlasting. The Word of God is ever-changing. The grass wither, the flowers fade, but the Word of the Lord will stand forever. And we bless the Lord for just another breath in our body. We thank God for another heartbeat. We thank God for the ability of our limbs. We thank God for just God being God, us being clothed in our right mind. We thank God for, again, him being God. We even thank God for every ache we felt this morning. Come on, somebody. We thank God for every teardrop. We thank God for every no when we wanted him to say yes. We thank God because, one, the word tells us to thank God, and, two, we thank God because if we're still aching, we're still feeling. Come on. If we're still crying, we're still breathing. Come on. If we are still thinking about that no, that means that God still has the uh, ability and will give us that eternal yes. So we thank God on this morning. Let us pray. Father, we glorify you and we give you praise, O God. We give you reverence, God, again, for being God, for loving us in spite of us, for thinking about us beyond what it is we've asked you for. We glorify you today, God, because we recognize and understand that there is nothing, absolutely nothing, we could have done to earn this day, this moment in time. But, God, it is simply by your grace, your mercy, your care, your plan, God, that we're still here in the land of the living, telling of the goodness of the Lord. God, we bless your name, and we honor you for keeping us on your mind. Everything might not be the way that we want it to be. Everything may not be the way that we would, uh, uh, we've asked for, you, asked for it to be. Everything may not be all that it's, as we sometimes say, cracked up to be. But, God, we do recognize that if you weren't a part of the plan, then nothing would be what nothing is now. Huh. We, we would have nothing. We, we would not have hope that springs eternal. We would not have the ability to think that there's a brighter future. We would not think that anything better could come if you weren't a part of the equation. So, God, we thank you. We thank you, God, for keeping us last night, and thank you, God, for waking us up this morning. We thank you, God, for uh, uh, all of the highs and all of the lows we experienced on yesterday because it just uh, gives us the ability to experience the highest of highs on today. God, we pray as your word speaks to us on today. God, we pray that your word would uh, give us what it is that we need, what we stand in need of. 
God, we pray that on today. God, that your spirit, through your word, would speak to our spirit. God, we pray that on today, that in spite of what we may be dealing with, God, that your word would uplift the bow down head. God, that it would quicken those that are in complacency. God, that it would challenge those who uh, say that there is no God. God, that it will uh, give us what we need in the middle of this week to jumpstart us and move us throughout the rest of this week. Speak to us, God, and we'll be spoken to. We give you praise and we give you honor. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Again, we bless the Lord for him being God. On this morning, our travels take us to the book of Job. The book of Job. Going into chapter 14. Job 14, we'll starting at the first verse. And we will read this from a couple of versions. Job 14, starting at verse 1. From the New American Standard Bible, it reads as follows, Man who is born of woman is short-lived and full of turmoil. Like a flower, he comes forth and withers. He also flees like a shadow and does not remain. You also open your eyes on him and bring him into judgment with yourself. Who can make the unclean, excuse me, who can make the clean out of the unclean? No one. Since his days are determined, the number of his months is with you, and his limits you have set so that he cannot pass. Turn your gaze from him that he may rest until he fulfills his day like a hired man. For there is hope for a tree when it is cut down that it will sprout again and its shoots will not fail. Though its roots grow old in the ground and its stump dies in the dry soil, at the scent of water it will flourish and put forth sprigs like a plant. But man dies and lies prostate. Man expires and where is he? As water evaporates from the sea and a river becomes parched and dried up, so man lies down and does not rise. Until the heavens are no longer, he will not awake nor be aroused out of his sleep. Oh, that you would hide me in Sheol, that you would conceal me until your wrath returns to you, that you would set a limit for me and remember me. If a man dies, will he live again? All the days of my struggle, I will wait until my change comes. Let's read this from the New Living Translation. The New Living Translation. Again, we're in Job chapter 14, starting at verse 1. From the New Living Translation, it reads as follows. How frail is humanity? How short is life? How full of trouble? We blossom like a flower, then wither. Like a passing shadow, we quickly disappear. Must you keep an eye on such a frail creature and demand an accounting from me? I should have prefaced from the beginning. This is Job talking to God. 
This is Job talking to God. Start at verse 1 again. How frail is humanity? How short is life? How full of trouble? We blossom like a flower and then wither. Like a passing shadow, we quickly disappear. Must you keep an eye on such a frail creature and demand an accounting from me? Who can bring purity out of an unpure person? No one. You have decided the length of our lives. You know how many months we will live, and we are not given a minute longer. So leave us alone and give us rest. We are like hired hands, so let us finish our work in peace. Even a tree has more hope. If it is cut down, it will sprout again and grow new branches. Though its roots have grown old in the earth and its stump decays, and at the sight of water, at the scent of water, it will bud and sprout again like a new seedling. But when people die, their strength is gone. They breathe their last, and then where are they? As water evaporates from a lake and a river disappears in drought, people are laid to rest and do not rise again. Until the heavens are no more, they will not wake up nor be roused from their sleep. I wish you would hide me in the grave and forget me there until your anger is past. But mark your calendar to think of me again. Verse 14, can the dead live again? If so, this would give me hope through all my years of struggle, and I would eagerly await the release of death. And the word of the Lord is blessed. Sounds odd to say that that's blessed how Job was speaking of God. But I do want to encourage you on this morning. That although Job spoke to God out of his frustration, out of everything that he was feeling at the moment, these few moments, I want to tell you that joy does still come in the morning. That verse starts off, if you go in the King James Version, you may be familiar with verse 1 in chapter 14 of Job that says, man is born of a woman, man who is born of a woman is a full few days and full of trouble. You may have heard that scripture in that way. I didn't read the King James Version, but that's what that first verse is saying, and that's what you may have heard before. And you may have even quoted that yourself based on things that you've gone through, based on challenges that you've experienced, based on getting phone calls about this and based on getting uh, uh, notices about that, based on having trouble in your family, based on having trouble in your home, based on having trouble on your job, based on having health challenges, based on having emotional issues, based on having uh, financial woes. Troubles just seems to be on every hand, doesn't it? Doesn't it seem, doesn't it seem to be, don't you remember the, the old saints used to say, if it ain't one thing, it's another. Does trouble seem to continue in your life? And you're trying to figure out, well, am I just not saved the way I thought? Because then you start talking about yourself. God, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I feel this way. I'm sorry I said these things. I'm sorry I thought this way. But then your frustration comes back up, and you find yourself almost reciting the same stuff all over again. Well, I, I'm convinced that 
the book of Job was placed there in the Word to give encouragement to someone who feels as though every time they turn around, they've lost something else. Every time they turn around, trouble seems to be knocking at their door. Every time they turn around. But Job, Job was honest with God. We we sit and we smile and we nod and, 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 and we don't tell God our troubles. Can I, can I just help you with something? God already knows. So why are we not being honest with God? Well, how we feel. That, that's what Job is. I, I'm convinced that God sent me to this scripture today to encourage you that you can be honest with God. See, the enemy told you, the enemy's trying to get you to believe that you're not as saved as you say you are. You're not as delivered as you say you are because you're frustrated with your life. You're frustrated with what's going on. Job, Job seems to be frustrated with God, doesn't he? Doesn't it sound like, must you keep? An eye on such a frail creature, we wither and and die. Why do you occupy your time with us? No, isn't there something better you've got to do? You, you've already told us how long we're going to live. You set the boundary. Nobody can cross us. Why don't you give us a break? Why don't you ease up? It's basically what Job was saying. But do you notice how I ended at the verse 14 in chapter 14. All the days of my appointed time, I'm going to wait until my change comes. Listen, Job was not the only one that experienced trouble. You had Daniel in the lion's den. You had the three Hebrew boys in the fiery furnace. You you had David. You you had Jeremiah. Come on. Mary, the mother of Jesus, who had to watch her son die on the cross. You had John on the Isle of Patmos. You, you, you had, uh, uh, come on, the Apostle Paul. Come on. And now you've got you. No, you, you, you may not be able to tell the story huh, and, and tell of the experiences of, of the Apostle Paul. You, you may not have literally walked into a fiery furnace, but there's been some fiery furnaces in your life that you found yourself being in. And it's in those fiery furnaces that the faith of God, faith in God, has to kick in like never before. Job is our example, you all, of hope on today. He suffered a great many things, and it was out of his troubled and painful truth that he spoke those words. But understand this. Job, Job suffered. Job had a loss that was great. The enemy came back and attacked his body. But Job still said, huh, in, 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 in verse 13, though he may slay me, yet will I trust him. And in verse four, excuse me, chapter 14 today, all my days of my appointed time, I will wait till my change comes. People of God, change is coming. Weeping may endure for a night is what Psalm 30 says, but joy does come in the morning. Just remember that the joy of the Lord is your strength. Keep fighting. Keep faith. Joy is coming. 
Let's pray. Our Father God and our Lord God, we thank you. We thank you for the transparency of Job because he gives us the, the example of how we can be honest with you. And even in the midst of being honest with you, we know that hope springs eternal. God, uh, uh, strengthen us today as we go out through our life's journey. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless each and every one of you. Have an amazingly God-blessed day. In Jesus' name.